Blog Talk Radio. And welcome, everybody. It is game two of our game of the week. That's right. We brought you two instead of one. It's Thanksgiving season. We feel like we should give you a gift, and we're doing it here tonight, this afternoon, here on a Sunday in the South Carolina Youth Football Association game of the week, part two, if you will, as it is a North Charleston Raiders taking on the 10U Carolina Elite Panthers. It's going to be a matchup here that we are really excited to see here. We're actually already underway latter part of the first quarter because of the rain. They had to move things up a little bit. Uh, we'll get you some updates around the other two games that played previously here today as it is the state championship right here at the fort, right here in Bagwell Stadium where you're seeing the likes of three different games Six different teams and only three champions will come out with trophies. The other three have everything to be proud of, but let's get down to the field. It is the Carolina Elite guys from the upstate. They take the ball, runs around, scrambling the quarterback number one. And ladies and gentlemen, they get him behind the line of scrimmage at the 10. Let's give you the breakdown of who's on the field for the next at least four quarters. It is the Carolina Elite Panthers. 10U as they come in here representing the upstate of South Carolina and the lower state. It's North Charleston and the Raiders. Now the Raiders doing us a solid today, wearing those white jerseys, black helmets, and the black numbers. Coach Anton, thank you a million for making it a little bit easier to see the numbers. On the other side, not so fast, my friend, as Lee Corso says on college game day. Those guys well, they're wearing some good-looking uniforms. The numbers aren't as easy to see because they're in black pants. They've got that ah, kind of a purplish-blue jersey, the white helmets, and the dark colors on the jerseys. A little tougher to read their numbers, but we'll do the best we can here. It is now first and 10 for the Raiders. That is a 0-0 ball game, 128 remaining here in the first quarter. Shotgun formation. Here comes number two for the Raiders up the middle to the – 30, he's still on his feet at the 25, he's at the feet at the 15, the 5, the 4, the 3, the 2, the 1, number 2 is getting 6, he was waiting for us to put him on the radio to run it all the way from the 35 into the end zone, so 35 yards later, quarterback keeper number 2 plus 6, they hadn't scored at all, neither one of them here in the first quarter until we went green on the air. And number two said, let me give you a highlight, Rich, to open it up. It's 6 nothing with 116 remaining in the first quarter. How about the Raiders looking for some hardware? It was number two last game, and that was in the 8U, where it was an all matchup that you could imagine between Asheville and the Ford. 28-14 was the final. Asheville won the final ball game. It was Jules Harper, number two, the player of the game earlier before that. It was the New Era Hurricanes in 6U, winning it 14-6 over the Carolina Elite. One sixteen remaining here in the first quarter. 
want to welcome everybody in. Again, we are the official radio broadcast and media for the South Carolina Youth Football Association. I'm Richie Altman, and they drew them off sides. Number two, the quarterback standing at the shotgun formation to the left side was his running back. And actually, it's a false start on the Raiders. So he's got his own guys to jump there. So now we'll look at this one as a two-point conversion, and it's going to come all the way from about the eight. So not helping yourself there with a, a penalty. Now about the second quarter of our last game, the rain started to fall, and it slowed down a little bit. Here comes a quick pass. The number one in the end zone, almost complete. Number one took the ball, rolled out to the left side. He slung it to the back left side of the corner over there towards the visitor's side concession stands, and he led him a little bit too far, but not before the damage is done. In a 35-yard run by number two for the Raiders in for six, and it's a 6 nothing lead. For the North Charleston Raiders, what a great, great job by the city of North Charleston here. Not one, not two, but three teams are represented here in a state championship matchup. Now, the game that was supposed to happen after this one will be postponed, and that is the Upstate team taking on the Fort Dorchester 12U. The Upstate team not allowed to travel this weekend. We'll leave that for Jay Williams, the commissioner, to get all that information out. But they will they will reschedule it. So we will have at least one more game. We will have one more game at some point. So that, of course, was uh, the news that broke while we were on the air in the previous game. Again, I want to thank everybody for uh, following us here on Southern Sports Central on Facebook. Get it out there on the broadcast and uh, – Try to educate, entertain while giving you some highlights of these young 10U stars. And we've done the 8 and the 12 throughout the old season. Here comes the kick. It was a penalty assessed on the kickoff. So these guys are actually going to be kicking it from their 45 of the Carolina Elite. And there's the flags that are going to fly. And this is going to be on the, the Raiders of North Charleston. So... We're not going to get this one underway yet either. One sixteen remaining. Six nothing is the lead. So you're going to get a little bit of early movement from the Raiders. That will get the ball moved over here to get this one spotted. Now back to the fifty they go. So again, it is the given season. So what are we going to do? You know, they put the ball back down. They're going to kick it from the ground. Now, this league, very well known for onside kicks. We'll see if the hands team's on the front lines for the boys of the Carolina Elite Panthers. Here come the Raiders. They're going to spot it. Hand goes up, and it's an onside kick, and it is in and down on the ground. And good hands jobs there by number eight of Carolina lead as it will be first and 10 at their own 41, the left hash mark. Quickly, let's get you set up here to give you the, the, the ins and outs of the stadium. Again, we want to thank the head football coach, also the athletic director, Coach Steve LaPrade, for allowing us to hold this amazing event here, the state championship game for the 6, the 8, and here we are at the 10 in Bagwell Stadium. This is home of the Fort Dorchester Patriots. Jay Williams, the commissioner, 
Here comes the ball. They'll spot the ball on the left side. The Panthers of Carolina State heading towards the scoreboard. One receiver to the right side and another whistle. Boys and girls, the laundry will be thrown, and this one was actually thrown into the actual line of scrimmage. He actually hit, I think, one of the offensive linemen from the Carolina Elite when he tossed that one. He'll spot that one back five as I guess maybe the offensive line, somebody either moved or was set up in the wrong place. But nevertheless, back five you go, coach, and what was now first and 10 will be first and 15. Original line of scrimmage is the 41. They put him on the 36. One receiver to the right side, eye formation, quarterback under center. Here's the handoff up the middle. Juking him around, but not today. That defense of the Raiders smothered and covered number 28 for the Carolina Elite Panthers. And he didn't get a chance to even get any momentum, any mo, not today. Number one, number 25 and 21, all there for the Raiders to catch up with the running attack of the Panthers. They get back to the line of scrimmage. It's still going to be second and 15. Spot the ball, left hash mark on the 36-yard line. One receiver far wide to the right side, eye formation. Under center, he comes the ball. He goes, rolls out to the right side. It's going to be a quarterback keeper. He's got some room. He's across the 40. He's at the 45. He's a first down and more across the 50. And he continues in Raiders territory. He's got a speed, and he's got a track meet. He turns around, and he drops himself in the end zone as he went from the 36 of his own and into the end zone. Big-time play by the quarterback keeper. QB keeper, and he gets in there, and he hangs it up from the 36 to the end zone. Good job there of seeing what was offered. Now, what they did on that play was an eye formation, quarterback under center. They had split a guy to the far side over there on the visitor side to almost kind of decoy, if you will, thinking that they would maybe shoot one down the line. And the quarterback utilized that young man to kind of put himself where he needed to be, and that is in the end zone. Great job and great play call. And, again, that did finalize the first quarter, but this will be the final play of the first quarter. As he's under center, two receivers, check it, three receivers to the left, and another flag, ladies and gentlemen. We will say that a lot, unfortunately, I'm afraid, in this one. As uh, the referees, it's it's they're holding them tight. Great job there by number six. He ran for six. They'll put the ball on the eight-yard line. Went in against the Carolina Elite Panthers. Here's a snap. Rolls out to the left side. It's a quarterback keeper. No, it was a hands it off quickly to number 28, and he's not getting anything. Let's take a break. End of the first quarter, it's 6-6, six, six, all tied up between the North Charleston Raiders and the Carolina Elite Panthers and the 10U Super Bowl State Championship. More right after this. Let me fall. 
Welcome back, everybody. Here we go. Second quarter underway. Quick kick and a great kick down around to about the 29-yard line. The Raiders do get it, so it'll be first and 10. If they'll stand, I believe they're going to give them the 28. The Raiders with the ball on the right hash mark. They do move it to the 29, so they'll give them the 29, and they'll move it to the other side. And the right hash mark here, the Raiders are heading towards Dorchester Road here at Bagwell Stadium. It is the 10U. 10U Super Bowl brought to you by Southern Sports Central. I'm Rich Yalman. Welcome aboard. It is a 6-6 tie with 845 and counting it down. Well, Charleston Raiders scored first as soon as we got on the air. They started a little bit early due to the fact of rain coming in, and they want to try to get this one in and done before the heavier part maybe comes through here. But it's been a great season. Jay Williams, the commissioner, along with the commissioners in the upstate, and uh, all of the directors, to the head coaches, to the assistant coaches, to the to the players, to the cheerleaders, to their coaches, to the players' mamas, you name it, they did it. Guys, it's been a great season. We've been here for it every step along the way, at least in the SEC side of life here in the South Carolina Youth Football Association, thanks to Jay Williams and our partnership during the summer as we look forward to taking it to year number two next year. Again, we are the official radio broadcast, social media stop one-stop shop for the South Carolina Youth Football Association here at Southern Sports Central. Carolina Elite Panthers have hit the road, and boy, did they do an incredible job there by the quarterback, ran 64 yards to put these guys up on the board and to tie it up here. Here's a snap up the middle he goes, and he's going to get a few good yards there. Maybe about pick up a four. He'll get all the way to the 34-yard line. Good job there. Start to kind of look everything here and kind of figure out where we are as far as looking at this game. And this game, you know, it, it's got all the excitement that we knew last week when we saw both of these teams play, representing the upstate, representing the lower state. You know, the we, we've seen the Raiders a lot more. Here's a quick snap of the quarterback up the middle. He comes number two. He busts out of a cannon across into the Carolina Elite Panthers territory and they'll get the ball now first down move the chain spot the ball on the 49 yard line on the right hash mark 759 remaining a 6-6 tie we knew this one was going to be a good one carolina extreme coming in here doing some things today that we knew that they also had some speed this one could be a Instant classic right here on Southern Sports Central here's a quick snap and nothing to be done as they got him behind the line of scrimmage Great job there, Mr. Lineberger, as he got credit for the tackle, number zero on the on the hold there. Back at you. Here we go now, second and 12. They put the ball on the 50-yard line, the right hash mark. You see this very jam-packed formation of the Raiders, shotgun formation, running back to his right side, got him to jump, and they're going to get five on that one. So when it was second and 12, we're looking now at – Five free ones, and they'll put the ball around the 45 of the Panthers, and it will now come up second down and six, seven, 12. Counting it down, six, six tie, the right hash mark. Here we go. Good stuff here today. We're going to thank all the listeners here listening to me for the first time. We welcome you on board, Southern Sports Central. 
multiple shows here throughout the week. And the quick handoff to the right side. He got a few. And that one now is going to bring up a big-time third down. They'll spot the ball. It looks like about the 43, maybe the 42 on the right hash mark of the Panthers. So now about third and three. Should be about third and three for the Raiders. Big time here and timeout. It's going to be on the referee. They're going to have a conversation at the field. Want to thank the referees this year. These guys have also given a lot of time and, of course, uh, did what they needed to do to be a part of uh, making sure that these games happened. I think that's the kind of the other part of this thing. We, we talk a lot about the, the guys and, and girls on the field, but there's so much that happens before these games even take place here under the lights. 624 remaining, second quarter. Referees having a conversation, not sure what's going on. White Hat going to talk. It looks like Ebby's going to have a conversation with Jay Williams, who is the commissioner. They're trying to figure out what's going on. The coach now coming over from the Carolina Elite Panthers, and he's going to have – he's going to drop his knowledge down here. Coach Anton, he's out there as well, so he's looking to see what's kind of going on. He's the coach of the Raiders. Everybody trying to figure out something. Who's going where, when, and how. All the coaches now beginning to have a, a little bit of a conversation. 6.24 is still the time on the clock here in the second quarter. Trying to figure out where's the disconnect here. Not sure even where this is going to be a conversation or why it's a conversation, to be quite honest with you. Here we go now. They're going to spot the ball. And they do. They do put the ball on the 42 on the right hash mark. It is the Raiders tied up 6-6 against the Carolina Elite Panthers, the team representing the upstate here in the state championship game. It is Super Bowl Sunday, by the way. Here we go. You got jam-pack offense, as you will, kind of that shotgun formation, running back. To the left side, hands at the number zero. Zero is coming back to the right side of the 40. Stiffed arms, drug those feet and get a first down. Yes, sir. Move the chains. As they now get him at the 36 on the right hash mark, six minutes and counting down. Boy, oh, boy, what a great day for football. I know the rain's starting to come down, but, you know, that's the smallest of problems we've had to deal with in 2020. They it's a game of football under the lights, a Sunday night. These young men playing for that trophy. The winner will take it home. Shotgun formation. First and 10 coming at you from out 36. Here's a keeper up the middle. Two is across the 30 all the way to the 25. Some late pushing and shoving. But number two has done a great job of utilizing his offensive line to separate some seams, and he's filling it up pretty quick there. And as a move the chains once again, under 527, all six on the board for both teams. As the rain gets a little heavier, reason we started the game a little early here, quarterback shotgun formation, running back to his right side. Here's the number zero. He's going to actually get the ball this time. So that's what they're doing. It's either going to go to a two or zero. But this time, 
they snuck it out and they able to get a tackle, I believe, for a loss. If maybe, no, they're going to give it back to the line of scrimmage. So second and 10 back at the 25, 455 remaining here in the second quarter. 6-6 to score, right hash mark. They spot the ball. Raiders of North Charleston heading towards Dorchester Road. Shotgun, one receiver to the right side. Running back stands to the right side of the quarterback of the shotgun and another flag. This is going against the Raiders. Somebody moved on the line, so what was second and 10 makes it second and 15. They'll put it at the 30. We'll do it again. 439 and counting. This is for all the marbles here in 10U, the Super Bowl, if you will, here on a Sunday. Yes, sir. Exciting action here. Coming to you from Fort Dorchester High School, where these guys have opened the doors and the opportunity and another whistle's blown. My goodness. That's just one of those conversations. We're just kind of waiting now to see what's going on here. Substitution's going to come in. Young man's going to come to the sideline. Maybe equipment. So 99 is out, 50 is in. Here we go, 423. Spot it, check it, snap it. Here comes number two. What do you do? You run it to the right side across the 30 to the 32. And they'll move the chains. Nope. They'll continue to roll the clock as they'll spot the ball about the 32-yard line. Under four minutes, tied up at six, hash mark. To the right side, they look over to the head coaches, the Raiders do for the call. Congratulations to the new era, Hurricanes, the 6U state champions, and the Asheville Panthers. They win big, 28-14 in the 8U. Here we go now, under 3.30, second quarter, takes the snap. Keep it. The young man's going across the 25, a flag on the play. Number one, very close to a first down. He's going to be shy about three, but I'm thinking it's coming back with a hold with not one but two yellow flags are on the dirt. And it does come back on the Raiders. Not the best of weather, and it's going to cause you to maybe adjust a little bit. Again, it takes the ball out of the air for some. We'll wait. We'll see. A big time loss. And again, the original line of scrimmage, by the way, is a 25, and they've already marked them back to about the 38 on the right hash mark. So this will bring up third. I don't want to like to say forever, but it's a long one. As here we go now with a huge third and about 313 remaining here in the second quarter. Waiting now to see what they're going to do. Shotgun formation. Wide receiver, one to the right side. Running back to the right side of the quarterback. Coming out the shotgun, rolls out to the right. Slings the rock, go up and get it, and it's nowhere near the hands as it was overthrown. Now you got a big play here. That one was attended to number two. Unfortunately, Prelo not able to get it. But you got to give it to the young man. You know, even at this level, and I say this all the time at the high school level, when you know, when you know you got a guy that is your playmaker, he's got to touch that ball 15, 
20 times in the first half and the same in the second half. You got to keep the rock in his hands. Four and 23, and you know the Raiders do what they do, and you know they're going to go for it here, it looks like. Jumbo set. Here goes the handoff. Number four is getting it over the left side. He's going to hit the 20, 35. He's still on his feet at the 30. But I don't think he's got enough. He needed the 25. He got to the 29, and it will be a changeover on downs as 246 remains in the second quarter. Good football here to finish the day of football. Again, it started all off at noon when you saw the 6U New Era Hurricanes taking on the 6U Carolina Elite Panthers. It was the Hurricanes who took home the trophy in 6U, and then we had a heck of a battle just about 45 minutes ago between the Ash, excuse me, the Asheville Panthers and the Fort Dorchester Patriots, but it was all Asheville 28-14. So, again, there was not a lower state team represented in the 6U, so the upper state, they got the trophy out of default, if you will. And then Asheville, of course, representing the upstate, they took a trophy home. So see if the Raiders can pick up something for the lower state. Here comes the Panthers of Carolina in the lead as they spot the ball on the third and the right hash mark. They're hanging out. Three receivers left side rolling out. Here comes that quarterback, and he's still on his feet, but he's drugged down from behind. Great pursuit by number one of the Raiders. Came around that end, and he looked like a man on a mission as he never stopped running, so he laid down the quarterback, and it was, I believe, a tackle for loss. And they will be a loss of three, so second and 13, and they'll spot the ball around the, looks like the 32. We'll check it there with second and 12. Under a minute, 37, tied up at six, second quarter. Coming up at halftime, we'll talk a little bit more about some of the big Friday night light games. Coming up this week, it is state championship week around the great state of South Carolina in high school football. Three receivers to the left. Quarterback under center takes the snap. Keeper up the middle he goes. He gets to the 30. Finally drug down about the 34. And we're getting close. And this one could be a 6-6 tie going into the half. A timeout, it looks like, by the boys. Well, the Carolina Elite Panthers, and they will take a timeout. We'll take a quick one with them, guys. This is Southern Sports Central here at the Super Bowl Sunday, South Carolina Youth Football Association Game of the Week, part two between the Raiders of North Charleston, the Panthers of the Carolina Elite. It's 10U tied up at six. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Rich Yelman. It is the 
Southern Sports Central Game of the Week, part of the South Carolina Youth Football Association. Quick snap over the head of the quarterback, and it's all the way to the 21-yard line. And, boy, the rain definitely had to play a little bit of that one as it was probably, you know, a, a, a hard snap way over the head of number one was the quarterback. All the way, of course, Carolina Elites players knew what they needed to do as they fell back on the ball. That's a big-time loss as it falls all the way back across about the 24-yard line. They'll spot it on the right hash mark. Fourth down. What do you do here? Do you go for it? If you miss it, you're giving the Raiders, who they know how to get into the end zone pretty quick, at least 57 seconds, if not 50 seconds, remaining in the second quarter. It's all tied up at six as we're coming to you live right here. From the game of the week, part two. And, of course, that is part of the South Carolina Youth Football Association. We've been here all year long. If you're joining us from the upstate or around the state of South Carolina, maybe somewhere else, we follow around every week on Saturday night, usually. The commissioner sends me a work order, and I go to work on Saturday night. I've done a lot of 8 o'clock games. I've done a few 3 o'clock. And, of course, here we go, and they're going to march it off. And it will elect to, of course – Give the ball to the Raiders as they walk off the punt somewhere around, it looks like the 47, the 47 of the Carolina Elites, 48 seconds remaining. And here comes the chess match of the Raiders with the offense and the time. They've got some timeouts to get or to give, if you will. It'll be first and 10 in the center of the field. The Raiders heading towards Dorchester Road. They've got a few receivers out there. Now, this is something that you'll watch for. To the left side, the rain has kind of subsided a little bit. There's a little drizzle in the air. They're keeping the balls dry, which I I definitely tip my cap to the guys on the sideline. 48 seconds remains here in the second quarter. Two receivers to the left, running back to the right side. Man in motion, left or right. Here's the handoff, and let's see if the track meet works. Oh, my, he missed it. Man, look at number 52. That young man, not only did he get off his block, but he introduced himself and his shoulder pads to the running back or the wide receiver that was in motion. Man, that kid looked like a high school Friday night light guy. This kid, without a doubt, I think he was letting the guy on the offensive line stay with him long enough to kind of hide as here comes that around the other end, and it didn't go for much. If it did, it went for a loss of a, probably about three. So it should be second and 13. It makes them now around the 48 of their own. And the Raiders, with 38 seconds, are tied up. All sixes against the Carolina Lee Panthers. Spot the ball on the right hash marks. Again, two receivers hanging out to the left side. Shotgun formation. Man in motion again, left or right. Here comes number two. It's number one. He's going to be a quarterback keeper to the 50. Good block there. Oh, the speed. And he got a first down. They'll stop the clock as he got across the 35 and finally drug out at the 32 on the left hash mark. Great job. Great read. He saw number, again, two was coming across in motion from the far side to the home side. You would think that at that time he's going to hand it off like they did before, but the quarterback said, nah, I think I'm going to take this one, and he did just that as he run to the 
far left side, and he was able to not only get a first down, he got around the 32. Now, if this was Friday nights, we would talk about how much does he need for a three points, but that ain't going to be the case here today. This is all for nothing with 30 seconds remaining in the second quarter. Good football, a great way to end the day. Again, if you're just joining us here at 12 o'clock, high noon, was a great matchup between New Era Hurricanes and the Carolina Elite. 14-6 was the final. New Era Hurricanes took home the hardware. Then at 2 o'clock, it was the Asheville Panthers taking on the Fort Dorchester Patriots. The 10-U boys, excuse me, 8-U boys squared off, and it was the Asheville guys taking home the hardware, 28-14. And here in the second quarter, 30 seconds, it's all 6-6 in the second quarter. Two receivers to the left. Quarterback shotgun formation. Here comes the man. He's going to go in motion. He's going to go to the right side. The quarterback didn't even have a chance. Here comes, look at this guy, number 28. Says, check my number, get my stat, and say my name. Tackle for a loss. Great job by that young man. 12 seconds, final play of the second quarter. Takes the snap. Quarterback's going to be in trouble. Fumble on the ground. I believe with four four seconds on the clock, it could be Carolina elite ball. We'll wait for the call. Man. And they do get the ball. They recover it. A blindside sack and a wet ball leads to a turnover with only four seconds remaining. We'll wait and we'll see. And they're trying to get a dry ball. Good. That doesn't help when you hit it to the dirt, Coach. We got to get a little strength behind that one. Four seconds. Six, six. Second quarter, first and 10 on their own 40 of the right hash mark. And the Panthers of the Carolina lead are heading towards the scoreboard. Can they put some on the board? Here's a snap. Yeah, you got a flag. Somebody on the right side of the defense moved a little early, or maybe it was an offensive lineman that got a little uh, a little happy feet. We'll wait. We'll see. We'll wait see what the call is here. It's going to be on the offense, so – Right side of the offensive line moved a little bit prematurely, if you will. So move them back some, and there we go now. First and 15 as they spot the ball on the 35. Man in motion to the right side. Quarterback again. Another movement on the offensive line. And again, trying to get in position. 28 is going to have to come out. We'll see who comes in. And they'll rotate some guys in and out. And, again, what was first and 10 ended up being first and 15. I don't see them moving the ball none, so I'm not sure if it was a substitution for equipment. Nevertheless, three seconds, final play of the second quarter. Two receivers to the right side, three to the right side. Over there on the far side, takes a snap under shotgun. Quarterback keeper, he's getting across the 35. He's going to get the 40, and he stumbles. Oh, man, he could have possibly got over, but it was – the quarterback getting taken down, and that will do it for the end of the first half. It is all sixes on the board as we go to halftime, a 6-6 tie here in the 10U state championship game between the North Charleston Raiders and the Carolina Elite Panther, guys. Let's go to a break. We come back. We'll talk some football around the state of South Carolina and high school football.
this magic moment So different and so new Was like any other Until I kissed you And then it happened It took me by surprise I knew that you felt it too By the look in your eyes Sweeter than wine Softer than the summer night Everything I want I have Whenever I hold you tight This magic moment While your lips are close to mine Last forever Welcome back, everybody. I'm Rich Yellman here along. It is going to be a game to remember here as we talk about this magic moment. It is uh, definitely, definitely a magical moment here today throughout the entire day as we've had three matchups. We're in matchup number three, the final matchup here between two 10U teams tied up here at halftime, 6-6 between the North Charleston Raiders and the Carolina Elite Panthers. Earlier today, we had action in 6-U. It was a matchup. All I can tell you is you wish you were here. It was the New Era Hurricanes taking on the Carolina Elite Panthers, and it went down to the wire. But at the end of it all, 14-6, the New Era Hurricanes walked out of here with some hardware and some bragging rights on a state championship. Then it was 8U action and all that we thought it would be between a very good Asheville Panther team and a very good Fort Dorchester Patriot team in 8U action, but boy, Asheville came to play as they did everything that they had to do to continue the momentum. They got it and never looked back as they end up winning by two touchdowns. 28-14 was the final in the 8U. So here we are now in the finale because of the factor that the team from the upstate couldn't travel today in 12U. They will reschedule. We will play it live. We will have another game of South Carolina Youth Football Association Championship Week extended. That's not a bad deal for us, but I know the boys in 12U wanted to get this one done and move forward, but that's not going to be the conversation today. This one, right now, 10U action, North Charleston and the Raiders against the Carolina Elite Panthers and the Upstate. Everything we thought it would be defensively. They get a little momentum on either side of the ball, And the defense for both of these programs have done a great job 
a great job of keeping it together so that they can keep the other team off the board and off the field offensively. But I got to tell you, in about three minutes and 27 seconds, we'll play the final two quarters of this action. Make sure you're following us on Facebook at Southern Sports Central and on Twitter at SO Sports Central because why? We've got multiple things that happen throughout multiple days. Like, for example, tomorrow night at 6 o'clock from 6 to 9, Southern Sports Central with myself and Eugene Benton will be coming to you live, recapping all the action from Friday night, the lights, and Saturday and the showdowns of college football. We talk high school and college, and, of course, you know we talk about these young guys and the South Carolina Youth Football Association as well. But it will be three solid hours every Monday and Wednesday, by the way. You can hear us from 6 to 9. Then on Tuesday night, Everett Sands, you might know that guy if you're from the state of South Carolina, maybe from Conway. He ran in high school back in the 90s. Then he went to the Citadel where he was a big-time running back. Then he went to coaching. He did it at the Citadel, NC State, South Carolina, with Marcus Latter and the Gamecocks. He then went to University of Texas, San Antonio, where he finished off recently with the Coastal Carolina Shauna Clears. Now he has his own show called the West Foundation Sports Show, and it's heard live right here on Southern Sports Central every Tuesday night from 6 to 9. Thursday night, the South Carolina High School Blitz with Miss V, the First Lady. She breaks down all the things that are happening in and around. And if you haven't heard, South Carolina is going to be hosting an incredible bowl game brought to you by, well, yours truly, Southern Sports Central and the South Carolina High School Blitz between the juniors and the seniors. First up are the juniors, and that's coming up on the weekend in the middle of the month. We'll give you that date coming up, but you can find all that information on our social media between the upstate and the lower state. Then in January, on the 2nd, is the Senior Bowl. That one, actually local, right here at the Wood, over down the road on Highway 78. Well, you'll see that one, but they'll all be broadcasted right here on Southern Sports Central. But she'll be giving you all the updates, all the teams, all the players. And, again, we are the one-stop shop for your high school football athletes to come in. Their coaches come in, and we interviewed these coaches and players throughout the entire season. Now, this past weekend, I was in North Myrtle Beach. I saw an incredible matchup between the Chiefs of North Myrtle Beach and a rival not only a mile or so away is Myrtle Beach and the Seahawks. It was round two because they did it in the season where Myrtle Beach got beat by North Myrtle Beach, and then they got a chance to rematch it for the state championship in the lower state, but it was all North Myrtle Beach. The quarterback and the running back, I thought, controlled the game for the Chiefs enough, but it was the defense of what North Myrtle Beach and, of course, what you saw in Coach Matt Real of the Chiefs. He's definitely the real deal as he will take on a team like A.C. Flora in the 4A state championship as A.C. Flora found a way to get their win and move on. You look around the rest of the state, it was, of course, in the upstate, 5A football, T.L. Hanna. You remember the radio, the movie for you guys? Well, that's where he was at when he was down on this side, of course, and passed away at the end of the year last year, and you almost want to believe he's looking down and he's blessing the young boys of T.L. Hanna because they got a big win on the road against Northwestern to now get to see a team like Dutch Fork who, oh, by the way, knocked out Sumter and will be going for their fifth in a row state championship. In 3A football, you'll see Chester and the Bulldogs as they knocked out a team out of Gilbert. They'll be playing against a very good Daniel team who knocked out the boys of Wren. In 2A football, it's 
a Marion team who knocked out Andrews for the lower state. In the upper state, it's the Big A. Yep, Abbeville making another appearance as they knocked out Gray, and they will be playing in that state championship, which they know a lot about. In 1A football, you don't have to look too far because it's the teams from Southside Christian who continue to do big things and put names on the map for their team. But they will see a very good Lakeview Gator team in 1A football. So here we go. We are under the lights. It's nine on the clock in the third quarter. 6-6 is the score. Again, we want to welcome you here to our special game two of our game of the week for the South Carolina Youth Football Association Super Bowl Sunday, if you will, as the 10U North Charleston Raiders and the 10U Carolina Elite Panthers square off here in a matchup. And I got to tell you, they've already played 18 minutes, and it's a 6-6 game. So spot the ball, kick the ball, and ready to receive it. Or going to be the Carolina Elite Panthers are going to catch it. On the bounce. Oh, it's up in the air. Did they get it? Did the Raiders find a way to catch it? I thought he pulled it in, but you never know. We're looking for a mark. Yes, sir. The Raiders. The Raiders catch it on the 49. A tough break for the boys of the Carolina Elite Panthers. It took an awkward hop on number 52, I believe. He went up to kind of get it. And as he went down, the ball kind of flipped over. On the other end, and it ended up right in the hands of one of the white jerseys that looks like a Raider. Left hash mark. Here we go on the 49. Just that awkward, awkward, awkward formation, if you will. It comes the quarterback keeper across the 50, and he slides down. Number two, Antoine Prelu. You're going to say his name a lot, as we've already heard it a lot Throughout, he's trying to work on that player of the game. Don't forget, we will announce our player of the game at the end of the game. We'll also broadcast that one over the PA. If you're listening to us and seeing us with our eyes on the sky, we want to welcome you here to Southern Sports Central. Here's the snap. Quarterback keeper across the 50 to the 45. Sling him the wrong way. It's going to be number 12. Gets credit for the tackle. But what looked like it was going to be a gain of six, he slung him for two more. So it's a pickup of eight. So let's give them third and two coming into this one. Good job there by the quarterback keeper. And, of course, this is getting right into the coaching staff for the Raiders as they've got all the guys down there on the side ready to coach them up. 747, 6-6, spot the ball on the left hash mark around the 43-yard line. The Raiders with that jumbo offense, and they'll have a few guys, one receiver to the left side, quarterback at the shotgun formation. He's got a running back to his left side. That's the wheels. Here comes a keeper across the 40. Two is across the 30, and he finally gets drugged down around the 28. Boy, Pray Lou continues to cause havoc on that defense and continues to find holes and get in. Number double zero, by the way, is one of the big offensive linemen. I know it says 10U, but that cat is going to be somebody on a Friday night. He put on a mega pancake in the syrup. As we call Mr. Prelude, rolled across the middle. 7-11. Oh, heaven, here comes zero. DeMonte Green on the carry. Right at the middle, we got flags. Oh, we got a little extra activity going on. And helmet comes off. And we're going to have some conversations here. And unfortunately, that young man's probably seen the end of the, end of the night as we're going to have to pull him 
to the side. I won't give you any name or numbers, but a little extra activity after they play. That happens. A lot of emotions played here tonight. So we'll wait and we'll see. Unfortunately, that young man's night probably came to an end a little early. It's a tough one there. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We'll wait and we'll see what the call is going to be. Six fifty-eight remaining here in the third quarter. A six-six score between the North Charleston Raiders and the Carolina Elite Panthers. Substitutions coming in. You got some coaches looking for some answers, seeing what's what's going to happen here. They'll put the ball around. It looks like the twenty. Let's give twenty-eight yard line on the left hash mark. The Raiders are going to be going towards the scoreboard. It's going to bring up. Should be a. We'll wait and see here. Second down. And, again, is it an offsetting penalty is what we need to know because, again, it looked to me, well, I get one man took his helmet off. Both men were going at it. So, to me, it's an automatic. It should be. It should be offsetting penalties, and both young men's night, unfortunately, will come to an end. That's, that, that's just, again, my eyes in the sky. Not playing God or anything, but that's usually how it works out, ladies and gentlemen. When you get two, it's usually, unfortunately, the second punch that's seen first. But in this situation, I think there was enough for both of these guys to retire a little early. We'll wait. We'll see. Here's the call from the referee. The white hat lets us know we're going to get a personal foul. North Charleston, personal foul on Carolina Elite Panthers. And then we got another personal foul. Wait a minute. Not sure what just happened here. I don't know how they change a possession here. This is this is this is. I'm a little confused. But that's all right. Let's see if I, I'll put it together. But here's what here's what I just got out of this. I got two personal fouls on North Charleston. I got one personal foul on the team from Carolina Elite Panthers, and then they gave the ball over to Carolina Elite Panthers. How does that work? That's that's unusual. I understand counting it off, but my goodness, that's a whole different can of worms. I think he made a mistake. It is 2020, so we'll, we'll give them some slack. 6.59 remaining, 6.66 is the score, third quarter. The Raiders' offense is still out there, by the way, so I think he just got I think he just got excited, just wanted to point somewhere, just get the ball going, let's get the game going as the rain has started to subside here, and it is a little foggy out there, but, hey, no rain, no problem. And we're going to get this one moving here. Good night for football, 6.59, all six on the board. We've played a bunch of football, but it's basically a tie. Here come the Raiders. They do have the ball, by the way. Quarterback keeper across the 40. Big time block. Look at that one. And he took one in the chest, but he leaned forward and got some more. Great job by Prelu. He went across the 35, took one in the chest about the 34, but because of those legs, he was able to drive it down to about the 31. Spot the ball, and he's about got it back to the original line of scrimmage here in the second second down. So what was first and forever, now is second and a chance. It's second and 12 on the left hash mark. Spot the ball somewhere around the 31. One receiver left side, jumbo package. Here comes the quarterback keeper up the middle. He's a 30, 25, all the way to the 24. And I got to tell you, DeMonte Green – is the other half of that thunder and lightning over there for the Raiders. Somebody is going to score out of these guys. And that's why they like to line them up 
left and right. It's hard to know who's going to get the snap. They get back to the line, 545 remaining here in the third quarter. It's all sixes on the board. We've played a lot of football. Quarterback keeper to the left side of the 25 to the 20. Gets hit, but I think he rolled out of bounds. But he got the first down before he did that. He needed the 20. He got the 19, moved the chains, spot the ball on the left hash mark. It's first and 10 coming at you from the 19. Great job there. Antonio Prelude, he got through that first wave of defense, and then he was able to do what he needed to to get to that first down marker, rolls out of bounds. 520 and counting it down. Here we go. Shotgun formation. One receiver again to the left side. Number one is the lone receiver. Shotgun formation. Quarterback stands there. Running back to his left side. Quarterback keeper, zero. He hits his own man, and unfortunately, it slows all the momentum he had. And again, green with the carry, but he didn't have enough to get around as he bounced into number 27, I believe, his own man. And that gave the defense a chance to swarm in like ants. And, well, back to the line of scrimmage we go. Here we go, second and 10. Spot the ball at the 20. Oh, got him on the jump. That'll give him five free yards, ladies and gentlemen. Let's make it now second down and five. We'll put it on the 15. He needs the 10 for a first down. Want to give a tip of the cap to Ashley Ridge as they have their coaches down there working the chain game. Kind of like what you'd see in a bowl game. You never let the same conference do your thing. Here we go. Quick snap, and I think somebody moved on the left side. This probably is going to come back against the Raiders. I think number either 52 jumped, but it looked to me, and no, they're going to say this is on the other side, so that's another first down. So five dropped the markers, and it's first and goal from the 10. Wow. Good cadence call there by the quarterback. Green. We'll wait. We'll see. One receiver to the left, first and goal coming at you from the 10. Left hash mark. Here we go. Quarterback keeper. He's got the five. He's charging his feet. Number two. What do you do? He's got the – he should have the four-yard line. I think they'll give him the four. Forward motion. Should get first and goal from the four. Great job there by Prelude. Should be a uh, all that he needed. So, I guess he was a little short from the marker. So, they were actually going for – well, it looked like third down. They got that, so here we go now. First and goal coming at you from the four-yard line. One receiver to the left side. Running back stands to his left side. Quarterback stands shotgun at the eight. Here's the keeper right up the middle. Give him six and more. Yes, sir. Underneath he goes. Zeros on his chest, six on the board. And Mr. Green is getting paid with 354. Four yards into the end zone as he makes it now 12 to six. So a great QB run there by Mr. Green. He'll run in, and that gives the lead. Waiting on the two. This is going to be a big one here. We'll wait. We'll see. And then we'll take a break here. As they'll spot the ball and kick the ball. We'll wait. We'll see now. Of course, the guys on the other side need a conversation with the White Hat. 354 remaining here in the third quarter. Again, we want to show all of our love and respect for the guys here at Fort. They opened up the field. They opened up the stadiums. They cut on the lights. And some more football happening right here at Fort Dorchester High School, home of the Fort Dorchester Patriots. They won the region this year. 
Had some incredible moments on this field this past year for the seniors. And they're actually going to get a penalty, it looks like. The Raiders of North Charleston. So, touchdown should count. We're going to move this one back all the way around the 18-yard line. So, going for two from the 18. I'd say you kind of throw that outshine. Jeffrey, Stephen Garcia, fade route to the left side to number one. That's the quarterback keeper. Here it goes to the 20. Still on his feet. Number two had the ball, and he ran around, but it's not going to happen. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll recap the drive and much more. It is a 12-6 lead for the 10-year Raiders over the Carolina Elite Panthers. Guys, don't go anywhere. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Rich Elman here, of course, uh, handling all the business here tonight for our second game of the week here at the Super Bowl Sunday, South Carolina Youth Football Association style here. Coming to you from the Fort Bagwell Stadium, where you have seen three games. Three games have happened here today. This is the third final game of the day. We'll give you the breakdown of it here in just a little bit. But right now, 10U in action for the state championship. North Charleston Raiders up 12-6 over the Carolina Elite Panthers. An onside kick. And unfortunately, it doesn't go into the hand of the Raiders. But fortunately, number eight is all over it for, of course, the Panthers of the Carolina Elite. Earlier today, it was action in 6U, a matchup that you definitely wish you were here to see between the New Era Hurricanes and the Carolina Elite. I tell you what, they play some football in this elite program, don't they now? 6U, but unfortunately, 14-6, if you're an elite guy, you you didn't get a chance to finish it the way you wanted to, but you made it this far. They end up winning it. New Air Hurricanes, 14-6. Let's go down to the field as they spot the ball on the right hash mark on the 47. One receiver way out to the left side, all the way under center. They're going to hand it up the middle to the 50, and he's still on his feet. Great spin move there by the Carolina Elite Panthers. We're looking for a jersey, number 45 on the carry, and that's McKee White there. Takes it all the way to about the 46-yard line. We'll give him the 45. Great pickup. That's about six yards, so second and four from the 45 of the Raiders. Three receivers to the left side. They spot the ball on the right hash mark at the 45. Quarterback under center. Rolls out to the left side. He's got pressure. He's got a lot of pressure, and he's got hit, but he bounced off a 45 to the 30. Still on his feet at the 30. Still on his feet, chopping it down and drug down. It looks like about the 28-yard line, he stepped out of bounds, and the only thing that stopped him was himself 
as momentum carried him out of bounds, and it now moves the chains first and 10 at the Raiders' 28. They're heading to Dorchester Road and looking to put six on the board and to tie it up as they trail 12-6. to six. That is the 10U Carolina Elite trailing the 10U North Charleston Raiders in the state championship game, the Super Bowl of the South Carolina Youth Football Association here on a beautiful Sunday night. Spot the ball on the left side, three receivers to the left side, snap it. Quarterback look to do the same, but this time the Raiders come running in, and they popped him right as soon as he got the snap. Here comes that right side of the Raider defense, and they looked unstoppable against that offensive line. As you see, that one is going to be a tackle for loss of about three. So we'll wait. We'll see if they spot it here on about the 32. Original line of scrimmage is the 29. Timeout. Panthers will take it with them. It is a beautiful night. 2-13, 12-6. The Raiders of North Charleston here in the 10U state championship game against the Carolina Elite Panthers with the lead. Guys, don't go anywhere. Welcome back, everybody. Here we go. Under the lights, we go. Under shotgun is the quarterback on the left side. They spot the ball about the 33 receivers to the left side. Quarterback keeper up the middle. He still goes all the way up to maybe over the original line of scrimmage. They needed to get all the way to about the 18. Brings up a long third down. They spot the ball about the 26-yard line to the left hash mark. Carolina Elite Panthers as the dark starts to Creep in here to North Charleston. Going to make it a little bit harder to see those jersey numbers on there on the field as we're up in the sky looking down to two, three receivers now to the right side, quarterback under center. Big third down, toss it out to the right side, and nice play of the defense to stay at home. And they're getting a yard if you're lucky. That's going to bring up about fourth and five. Should be fourth down and five, maybe a little more, depending on the spot. One fourteen remaining here in the third quarter. It's 12-6 Raiders, the 10-U battle between the Raiders and the Panthers of the Carolina lead. Here we go, spot the ball, right hash mark, center of the – Takes it up the middle. Nice quarterback keeper. I think he may have gotten it there. We'll see about the spot. Great job there. The quarterback under center took it to the left side between the guard and the tackle, and he needed it just about to the 18. We'll see about the spot. Now, the spot's going to determine a lot. 
because it will possibly be the difference between how close, how far, and where we are. 49 seconds remains here in the third quarter. I'm Richie Altman here bringing you the second game of the week here on our Super Bowl Sunday as we're the official radio broadcast and media team of the South Carolina Youth Football Associations. Check this out. We're bringing out the chain crew. There you go, fellas. Don't pull anything. Man, here we go. The referee's going to get an accurate measurement because, again, this is a, this is a big game here. This is a state championship game, so there's a lot on the line, and they're about a foot short. First down, turnover on downs. Ladies and gentlemen, they did a great job. The Raiders will take it over with 49 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Look at that. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what we have seen the Raiders do all season long. Not surprised on this end. They'll give you a few, but they're not giving it to you all. And that one is a changeover on downs. And here come the Raiders as they get the ball on their own 19-yard line. Spot the ball in the right hash mark. They'll be heading towards the scoreboard here at Bagwell Stadium at the fort. One receiver to the left side. Jumbo formation for the offense. Shotgun formation. Rolls out to the left side. Here comes that quarterback keeper to the 20. He's trying to beat a few. Cuts back in. Perlew there. Does get to the 25-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of five. They might give him six, but I think it's five. So it should come up a second down and five. That will probably be the final play. That should be the final play. Of the third quarter. We'll wait and see if they're able to get anybody back in there. We'll wait just a few, and I don't think they will. That should do it here for the final play of the third quarter. Hang them up high, fellas. We got one quarter to go as the North Charleston Raiders are up 12-6, heading into the fourth over the 10U Carolina Elite Panthers. We come back for the final quarter of today right here on Southern Sports Central, the official radio broadcast team of the South Carolina Youth Football Association. Welcome back, everybody. It is the fourth quarter, and as one of my favorite guys that does uh, what I do now, of course, he did it back in the day, was Keith Jackson would say, oh, Nelly, hold your helmets and tighten up those ten, ten straps and put in that mouthpiece because the fourth quarter begins now as a quarterback keeper up the middle, not for much, and that's going to bring up a third down and maybe – the line of scrimmage is where they'll put it now. Third and five, 841 remaining here in the fourth quarter. So far, it's been a very 
good performance for both teams on the defense. But lately, we talked a little bit more about that four-yard run by Mr. Green. Of course, uh, yeah, Demonte Green has uh, put on six for them. But right before that, it was a huge 35-yard run by Antoine Prelude. As of right now, he's been the workhorse for the Raiders. As the Raiders get the ball, third and five, spot the ball around the 25. One receiver to the left, bad snap. Quarterback keeps it, runs it all the way and drops down about the 28. He needed the 29. Great job, Prelude, there by picking it up, making something out of nothing. Don't forget, at the end of tonight's game, we will give you our player of the game. We'll announce it over the PA as well here in about seven minutes and 50 seconds. Fourth and one. What do you do if you're the Raiders? I say you go for it, and he's doing it with one receiver to the left. Shotgun formation. Here comes Prelude across the 30. He's got it. Yes, sir, Reed. You give it to the man with the hot hand. And check that. That actually is Mr. DeMonte Green. So Green is the man that they go to on this one, and why not? It's a one-two punch. It's thunder and lightning in the backfield for the Raiders. My apologies, Mr. Green. I didn't mean to overstep there, but young man, great job of coming out of that thing and taking that momentum from the backfield to the front, getting them a first down. They move the chain, spot the ball on the 32-yard line, left hash mark, 715, Raiders with the ball. One receiver to the left side, shotgun coming back to the left side, and they're going to seek this one out. And there you go. Can't see the number. Number one is actually on the tackle for the Elite Panthers. Prelude was the young man that, of course, that they gave the ball to. He came running around to the left side. They were waiting on it. 6.50 remaining here in the remainder of the regulations here in the fourth quarter. One receiver to the left. Oh, we're going to get that quarterback at the shotgun standing at zone about 26. Running back to his left side. Here comes another bad snap. This one's going to come up the middle, but they're going to sink that one out as well. Again, another tough snap. And the Panthers have done a great job of really kind of sinking in here and, and pinching the middle. Uh, they saw that one kind of coming across the middle, and all of a sudden here comes those dark blue jerseys, if you will, to try to get this ball back as they trail. By the way, the Carolina Elite Panthers trail the Raiders of North Charleston, 12-6, 6.02 remaining here. And timeout Raiders. Let's take it with them. A quick timeout. When we come back, we'll talk some more football. As of course, it is Super Bowl Sunday right here, part of the South Carolina Youth Football Association. We are the game of the week right here, part two, if you will. Don't go anywhere. More football right out of this.
Welcome back, everybody. I'm Rich Shelvin here. This is Southern Sports Central at the Game of the Week, part two, if you will. We already had one game earlier today that we put on the broadcast of the South Carolina Youth Football Association. It was the Asheville Panthers taking on the Fort Dorchester Patriots in 8U action earlier today. Asheville with the big win, 28-14. They are the state champions in the 8U department. In 6U, before that happened, it was the New Era Hurricanes over the Carolina Elite in 6U action, 14-6. And here we are at the fort between the 10U North Charleston Raiders taking on the 10U Carolina Elite Panthers in a battle in between the lines, 12-6. 545 remaining in the fourth quarter. And this one, a fourth and 18, will have these guys marking it off. And a great job. If you're, hey, look, if you are part of that Carolina Elite Panther of the broadcast on the other side over there, as we're coming to you from the press box, you're thinking, you know what? We just had a great defensive stance. We get the ball at the 50. We don't need to go over 50 yards, put six on the board. If we can find two after that, then we're up with the lead late in the fourth quarter. We got them where we want them. If you're the Raiders, you just put them against the wall. They're on the 50. You just got to keep them from charging 50. And, again, 527 will go pretty quick. 12-6, spot the ball, right hash mark. Carolina Elite, the Panthers are marching towards Dorchester Road. Here they go, three receivers to the left side. Quarterback under shotgun, excuse me, under center. Quick movement, I believe. And it's passed to the left side, and it is complete. All the way to the 35, to the 30. Outside, and he steps out of bounds, and he starts to gallop down the sidelines, but he steps out of bounds about the 30, moved the chains. Great pressure coming across from the left side of the Raiders. He might have jumped, actually, got away with one. But it didn't matter because this young man, the quarterback from the Carolina Elite Panthers, slung the rock down the field, and he took it from the 50, and you spot it on the 26. Great pitch and catch, and even though the young man stepped out of bounds, Man, the energy. Here we go. Three receivers to the right. Quarterback under the center. He's going to quarterback keep it there. He looks over to the right, bounces out. He's still got some pressure. Here come the Raiders at the 30, trying to track him down. He's going to get more. Here goes across. He's at the 22. And this is a young man that was tackled two or three times behind the 30 as the original line of scrimmage was the 25. And somehow, some way, he ended up going across the line of scrimmage and picked up about 30 yards, but only gets credit for about four. Second down and six. Great job there, but I tell you, the young man from the Carolina Elite Panthers is saying, wait a minute before you crown a player of the game. I might have something to say about it. We'll see. They trail 12-6, 4-28. You give yourself all the opportunities with one receiver to the left side. Quarterback under center, eye formation to the right side. They will go to the hash mark. Snap the handoff. Oh, this young man came out with a lot of steam. But number one, it looked like for the Raiders, stopped him. Great job there by the Raiders. But, it, a again, chess match, if you will, because they use this clock as it's 357. They trail by 6. 12-6 is the score. The Raiders 
over North Charleston with the lead over Carolina Elite Panthers. Spot the ball. Third down and six. They'll spot it around the 20. One receiver to the left. Quarterback's in trouble. He's going to get out and he hits one, two, three, four, five different Raiders. Get him at the 25-yard line and back to the original line of scrimmage. Big fourth down with 328 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Timeout by the Carolina Elite Panthers. But how about Mr. DeMonte Green, who plays on both sides of the ball, just possibly just had the stop of the game. Man, this one, we're fourth and nine. They need the about. They need about the 16 to get a first down. If they are stopped, you're talking about three minutes. I don't know if the Raiders turn the ball back over. One thing I can tell you about Coach Anton and those guys coaching down there on the sideline, these guys can coach them up as good as anybody. And they will definitely have them ready to ball out here for the next 328 as it's now fourth quarter 12-6 spot the ball with fourth and nine looks like about the 24 yard line on the right hash mark what's in the pocket ladies and gentlemen if you're on the other side of the carolina elite panthers you better put it all out on the table because if you leave anything to question all oh, the conversations for that long ride back to the upstate Familiar look here again. It looks like they're going to put the three receivers jumbo together on the far left side. Under center, no running back in sight. He's going to move over. Quick pressure, slings it out to the right side, and incomplete. Turnover on downs. That might have been a forward pass, a lateral pass, and it was. So a turnover either way will give the Raiders the ball. And that's going to bring, like I told you, three minutes and 20 seconds. And with three minutes and 20 seconds, can the Raiders milk the clock and run down the field long enough to keep a 12-6 lead over the Carolina Elite Panthers? Great defense. They gave a lot on that pass play down to the far side for about 35 yards. But then they did what they needed to do to keep the things in front of them and get the ball back with 320 remaining in the fourth quarter. You're listening to the 10U State Championship game brought to you by the South Carolina Youth Football Association right here on Southern Sports Central. We've got flags on the field. This is going to go on the Raiders. Ball starts on the Raiders, so back five they go. 320 remaining instead of it being on the 30. We'll put it on the 25. We'll say first and 15 from the 25 on the right hash mark. They go. You already know they're going to use that jumbo, kind of crowded them up over there with the one receiver to the left side. Quick movement here. Coming around to this side now. Great job and great pursuit there by the Carolina Elite Panthers. Looking there. And then, of course, uh, Mr. Green, the quarterback there, keeps it, runs it, lost. It looks like a yard. We'll wait and see here what we got. It's going to rank up a second down. Second and long. Spot the ball around the 23-yard line, left hash mark. One receiver to the left side. Quarterback going to go from the shotgun. He'll have his 
Run it back to the left side of him. Here comes the quick one. He's going to be a keeper up the middle. Hits the 25, spins around, and that will be Mr. Prelude as he ran up the middle. Good job there again. The job is to get this clock moving here with a, I believe, third down should be coming up here. And this is going to be a third down and about 13. So third and about 13. Timeout on the field, and this one will go towards the boys of the Carolina Elite Panthers with 211. We'll take a quick one with them. You're listening to the game of the week. This is our second game of the day right here on Southern Sports Central, the official radio station, the one-stop shop for all your media needs right here for the South Carolina Youth Football Association, guys. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Rich Yeldon. Here it is, the Game of the Week, Part 2, right? We got two games in one day right here on Southern Sports Central. We are the official radio broadcast, social media one-stop shop for the South Carolina Youth Football Association. I'm Rich Yeldon. Glad to have you with us here for our final game of the night, at least here. We will redo the game in 12U because the team from the upstate couldn't make a trip down. We'll get you more information on that over on social media at Southern Sports Central or the SCYFA on Facebook as well. You can also find us over there on Twitter at SO Sports Central. We'll get to some more information here in just a few as the coaches are talking to the referees with 2-11 remaining. It's a 12-6 ball game right now. The Raiders of North Charleston representing the lower state up big right now against the Carolina Elite Panthers representing the upstate. Winner take all state championship on the line. But, again, if you're available tomorrow night, you want to kind of give us a follow, not only on the games that we do here, we do a lot for around the great state of South Carolina and around the, around the southern part of the country. But we dive into the Texas, the Californias, the Floridas, the up north, you name it. We, we do, of course, cover it. So we want to make sure that you, you, you go to our pages and, and, and you follow all of our broadcasting because on Mondays and Wednesdays we have a regular sports show. We talk high school, college, of course, this youth programs as well. Then on Tuesday night, Everett Sands, former running back for the Citadel Bulldogs. Also, he ran in high school for the Conway Tigers, but he's coached everywhere. He's coached at the Citadel. He's coached at South Carolina, NC State, University of Texas, San Antonio. And his last stop was over at Coastal. We're talking about Coastal. Look at these dogs. These guys, these Shawnee Clears are 9-0. and Could have college game there next week. That's pretty neat playing against Liberty. Let's go, guys, to 11, 316, third and 16. As they get the left hash mark, put the ball on about the 27. One receiver to the left. Quarterback stands there in the shotgun. Running back to his right side. They're going to hand it to four. He's going to the far side, and he may get around the outside. Watch out if he's got the lane, and he does the seam, and he's still on his feet almost and all the way to the 50. They're giving him the 49. 
bring the chains, move the ball, and spot it. They've got a flag on the field over on the far side at the 38. Holding, that's coming back. Man, you hate to see that when you got a guy that's running all the way around and made it look like a video game as he hit the sidelines, and it's all for nothing. Whew. Seen that a lot on Friday nights, unfortunately, when you get kids that are, you know, a little excited. They don't want to be that guy to let another guy get around. And sometimes you just got to take a chance and trust your running back and get around him. So what was going to be first and 10, possibly over in the Carolina Elite Panther territory, they say in cheerleading terms, move them back, move them back, move them way back. And they do just that is now they'll spot the ball on the 29, the right hash mark, the Raiders. With 159 remaining, still lead 12 to 6 here in the fourth quarter against the Carolina Elite Panthers. Again, want to give a shout out to the athletic director, head football coach Steve LaPrade, who's opened the facility. Bow hits the ground, and he pays for it. Number one, able to finally get his hands on it, and he brings him down. So we'll see now a third down and long. Again, that's a big time hit on the ground with. 142 remaining, 12-6 in regulations, fourth quarter. We're going to give you our player of the game coming out of this one, so don't go anywhere. We'll give you that in just a few. Who knows? A minute 30. History in the making here. Who knows? Who stands up? Spot the ball there. Around the 25. Quarterback keeper right up the middle he goes. And, again, they're just wearing out this clock. With 114 remaining, and it's going to continue to move. That's going to bring up a fourth down. They did get the ball around the 29-yard line. The right hash mark is where they'll put this one. Under a minute. We'll wait. We'll see what we got here. But, again, you start to look at it here. And, again, I, you know, you, you want to give a, a game ball to a lot of people. But, unfortunately, you know, you get that player of the game. Unless something changes right now, I'm looking at Mr. Antoine Prelude. Let's see if he can hold on to it with 40 seconds remaining. But they do have a timeout. Again, uh, we want to thank everybody who's listened in to not just this broadcast. We were earlier over at some of the um, action right before this, and that's when we got to see the, of course, the boys from Asheville. The Panthers came in down 28-14. They win over the Patriots of the – Fort, continue action to take home some trophies. And in 6U, it was the New Era Hurricanes. They won 14-6 to over the Carolina Elite Panthers. So good action here. And, again, like we mentioned, at one point we thought we'd have four games, eight teams. Unfortunately, the 12U game will be rescheduled. If you're looking for some local all-star action here in this league, you can find that one coming up soon on the 20th. To be announced will be the location. You can follow us on Southern Sports Central or the actual site for this league is the SCYFA. That is over there also on Facebook. And then, of course, on Twitter, we're at the same spots. You can find us at SO Sports Central. And you can find this league also on Twitter at the SCYFA20. Now, the Raiders decide to punt this one off, so that will wind off some seconds here, and this will get it all the way back into Carolina Elite field of play and they'll spot the ball in the 46 so 28 seconds remains on the clock here as we of course will 
have our player of the game in about 28 seconds. My question is, do they have a prayer to throw up to the left side, to the right side? Is it a running play up the middle? What can you do with 28 seconds? I think there's a lot you can do, and we'll find out here in just a few who wins this battle. This is exactly what you would want to see, of course, under the lights on a Sunday night. Where other place would you want to be as we're coming to you live from the fort? Here come the fellas of the Carolina Elite Panthers, 10U. They get the ball on their own 47-yard line, middle of the field. Three receivers to the left. Quarterback rolls out. Oh, he's gotten hit. He's gotten laid out. He's down. Flags are out. I believe they're going to get a face mask on this one. We'll wait and see if that's the call. I believe it was a face mask. They let it go, so I'm not sure if it's going to be a personal one. We'll wait for the call, but it's going to be a first down. It is a personal foul. Face mask, and they'll move the ball across the 50 and into the North Charleston Raiders territory all the way to the 45. Keep moving to the 44. I'd say 43. No, they give it to 44. So just like that, with 23 seconds remaining, North Charleston, the Raiders, with the lead 12-6 to over the Carolina Elite Panthers, now, the Panthers do have the ball. They are in Raider territory on the left hash mark. Three receivers to the left side. Quarterback rolls out, throws it to the outside, and he's out. Oh, he dove. And unfortunately, if he did himself a favor, he let that one go. Because, again, I don't think they have any timeouts. He catches that when the clock continues to move, and he did drop it. You know, that's kind of a hard thing to do. When you're a receiver, you're taught to catch the ball, and at 10, you, you know, it, it's a tough call. We'll see what we got here as we start to kind of put everything into play. 19 seconds separating who could be a state champion in the 10U level here. Here's the snap. Quarterback keeps it, rolls out to the right side. He's looking for a prayer, slings the rock down the field and in and out of the hands. Oh, he had him. Looking for the receiver's number. It's hard to see from here, but a great job and a slant as the quarterback number eight came slinging around he turns around and he throws it across the middle just a little bit high but again in that other aspect is you put it where only the receiver can catch it 12 seconds as we will crown a state champion here in the 10u bracket in just a few don't go anywhere final football thoughts right after the final zeros as we'll crown a player of the game Right after this, here's the snap. Could be the final play. Quarterback keeper, he hits the 45. He rolls backwards. He's got heat. He's got a lot of white jerseys. He's still on his feet at the 40. He's still charging his way to the 35. And I believe that'll do it. Ladies and gentlemen, the Raiders of North Charleston find a way to win this one 12-6. Congratulations to the Raiders of North Charleston, their 10U champions. And we want to go ahead and give our player of the game to Antoine Prelu. This young man did it all with his legs on the offense and did a few things on the defense, guys. So, again, congratulations to the Raiders of North Charleston. They win this one tonight in fashion 12-6 to here tonight. Well, guys, that'll do it for our broadcast tonight. We want to thank Jay Williams, the commissioner of the South Carolina Youth Football Association. Also, we want to thank the athletic director, and the head football coach with, of course. Well, hold on tight, guys. Wait a minute. We've got some free football possibly coming. We'll wait and see what we got here because I believe 
There was a personal foul. So wait a minute. Look at that. Hold the press. Ladies and gentlemen, this makes it a little interesting because I'm glad you didn't go anywhere. I'm glad we didn't. But it was a personal foul. Face mask. 15 yards was the call. They put the ball on the 20. This will be the final play of the game. And you can't wait. Oh, man, I tell you what, what a matchup. Under the lights on a Sunday night. Glad to have you with us. This is the kind of matchup we've all been waiting for. Three receivers to the left side. This will be the final play of the game, we think. (laughs) Now, if they get six on the board, we can see some free football. Quarterback under center is going to look. He's hit hard. Sacked in the backfield, and that'll do it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. And we're going to give that one. We're waiting to find out if that's a Monte Hayward for the sack there, and I believe it is. And I'm going to look through the glass at the gentleman that calls it from the PA side. Wow, what a what a matchup here tonight. And that, ladies and gentlemen, will do it. 12-6 is the final. And we will give the player of the game to Antoine Prelude. Congratulations, Antoine, on our player of the game. On behalf of all of us here at Southern Sports Central, guys, we want to say to all the 8, the 10, and the 6 for all that you've done this year to execute not only performances on the field but all that you've done off the field your first class in our book ladies and gentlemen continue to do what you do we wish you the best of luck to all the listeners who may not get a chance to tune in with us at our 12u game when it comes out but guys again this is a night that we will all remember here between the six the eight and the 10u as we crown some state champions today and on behalf of all of us we want to say congratulations to all of those who walked out of here today with a state championship guys of course we say congratulations to the New Era Hurricanes, who won the 6U, 14-6 over the Carolina Elite Panthers, and the Ashview Panthers, as they won 28-14 over the Fort Dorchester Patriots. And then just a final, just a moment ago, in 12-6 action, North Charleston, the Raiders, the 12U Raiders, excuse me, the 10U Raiders, took down the 10U Carolina Elite Panthers, guys. On behalf of all of us, to all of you, God bless. Take care. And Jay Williams, thank you, my friend, for letting us do what we do. We'll see you soon, guys. Have a good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.